Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. I don't know about you, but we love mystery stories. That's why the Upside Down Story is one of our favorite podcasts. It turns a tale flipsy-flopsy upside-downsy so that you need to listen to the clues to figure out who the mystery storyteller is. Search for the Upside Down Story on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This furry tale, Story Club members, might make you never want to be serenaded by cute animatronic animals ever again. It's one I call Howie's House of Fun. Peter David hid in the janitor's closet of the Howie's House of Fun restaurant. He was terrified and out of breath. So far tonight, he'd been chased by Millie Mouse, Barry Bear, Frida Flamingo, and of course Howie Hippo, the star of the scary show. Come to Howie's House of Fun, they said. It'll be a load of laughs, they said. Yeah, some fun. Not when the animatronic animals had come to life and were chasing him down. Peter wondered how his brother, Philip, was faring. A few hours earlier, everything had been different. Peter had invited his friend, Nick Evans, over for a Saturday night sleepover. They thought it'd be fun to mess with Peter's brother, Philip, as he was the night janitor at Howie's House of Fun. It was an Italian food restaurant known for their famous all-you-can-eat spaghetti and meatballs. On the performance stage were animatronic furry animals that would sing happy songs to the guests. It was mostly a place that appealed to younger kids who would have birthday parties there. The place had fallen out of favor over the years and was in disrepair. Philip David, Peter's brother, worked there nights as the janitor. He cleaned up all the messes the parents and the kids left behind. Lately, though, Philip, who was a senior in high school, had been acting weird. He was saying that Howie and the rest of the band would sometimes move on their own. At first, Philip thought that was just the bad wiring in the old animatronic puppets, each of which stood over eight feet high. But some nights, Philip had said they seemed to watch him as he cleaned the floors and scrubbed the tables. Peter had told Nick this, and it was his friend's idea to go scare Philip. Come on, we'll sneak in the back door, hide behind the robot animals, and make them move when Philip isn't looking. We can record it with our phones and watch Philip jump out of his skin over and over. It'll be hilarious. Philip was a popular boy in high school, so seeing him scared would be good for a laugh. Or so Peter had thought. He loved his brother, who was seven years older than him, but he also thought pranking him would be fun. Philip used to prank Peter all the time when he was growing up. Now it was time to return the favor. Peter knew the back door of Howie's would be open as his brother would be dragging trash out to the dumpster. He and Nick had left the house around 10 o'clock, just when Philip would be in the middle of his nightly janitorial routine. Peter and Nick knew Howie's well, as they'd both been to a gazillion birthday parties there growing up. As they made their way into the restaurant, Peter saw something shiny on the black and white checkered linoleum floor. It was a golden Howie's House of Fun token. You could use these instead of quarters to play video games in their dusty arcade room. He pocketed the gold token, dropping it into his jeans pocket. 
Might as well keep it, right? Peter used to have a drawer full of them once, but one day, he burned through all of them playing throwback arcade games like Asteroids, Pac-Man, Joust, and Galaga. Howie's House of Fun was quiet and creepy at night. Only a few lights were on. It was such a different place in the daytime. It was bright and fun, or at least it had been back in the day. Now, it was kind of run down and trashy. Nick and Peter made their way further inside the building, but when they entered the dining room area, the joke was on them. Howie Hippo, Frida Flamingo, Barry Bear, and Millie Mouse were nowhere to be found. Had Philip taken them down to clean them? Then Peter saw his brother. He was hiding under a table. Run, Philip said. They're alive and they're loose. I don't know how, but run. Howie Hippo and Frida Flamingo emerged from the darkness. Howie grabbed Peter. He screamed. The eyes of the eight-foot hippo were lit up. He didn't resemble the singing and dancing hippopotamus who played the guitar and sang to kids during the day. This hippo smacked of something out of a horror show. Peter kicked Howie in the leg. It hurt his foot, as under the fur was the metal skeleton of the animatronic figure. But the hippo let go, and Peter ran for the closest place he could, the janitorial closet. Millie Mouse and Barry Bear slinked from the shadows and tried to grab Nick, who ran for the door and made it outside. The animatronic animals chased after him, but they lumbered and weren't fast enough. Hopefully, Nick would have enough sense to get some help. This was a nightmare, a living nightmare. Now, hiding inside the janitorial closet, Peter had to come up with a plan. He could wait here for help to arrive, or he could try to escape. He could also call for help, but when he reached for his phone, it wasn't in his pocket. He must have dropped it tussling with the hostile hippo. Scratched the idea of calling for help. The door rattled, then something strong pounded on it. Peter shrank into the corner of the dark closet. Howie's big fat hands with only four fingers probably couldn't work the knob, and the door was pretty sturdy, so surely he couldn't break through. But then, the knob turned and the door opened. In the doorway was the silhouette of Howie Hippo. Peter was trapped. He felt a mop hanging against the wall beside him. This was his only weapon. The massive, silent hippo watched him, its eyes glowing like two headlights on a car. Then, Howie Hippo stalked toward Peter. Grabbing the mop off the wall, Peter used it as a lance, just like in the video game Joust. He poked at the generous belly of the hippo, pushing him back. Leave me alone, Peter screamed. You can't be alive, you can't. Peter pushed the Howie Hippo back out of the janitor's closet with his mop. It was working. He could then save his brother Philip, who was still hiding under the table. Then they could escape and call the police. Maybe they would be okay after all. Peter shoved the hippo again, but the mop was wet and dripping. The water leaked onto the floor, causing Peter to slip. He fell back and hit his head. A maroon darkness crept around his eyes, and then everything went black. Peter woke up in his bed with a start. He was alone, no Nick. Where was his friend? What was going on? Peter crept out into the hallway. He peeked into his brother's room and saw that Philip was asleep. Whew, what a relief. It had all been just a terrible nightmare. Peter went back into his room. He had a bit of a headache. He saw that his jeans were folded across his desk chair, which was a little weird since he wasn't the neatest guy and couldn't remember hanging them there before bed. Peter paused, staring at them for a moment. He had to know for sure. He reached into the pocket of his jeans and produced a golden coin from Howie's House of Fun. 
everyone in the house was awakened by Peter's screams. Let me tell ya, I never went to places like Chuck E. Cheese or Howie's House of Fun when I was a little kid, because those animatronic animals always freaked me out. So you never would have found me in there day or night. I'm glad that Peter David, Philip David, and Nick Evans are all okay, but you've gotta wonder what happened. Did the animatronic animals let them go? Did the authorities show up and help? And what caused those things to come to life in the first place? So many questions with potentially horrifying answers. Ugh, terrifying. But you know one thing you never have to be terrified about is running out of stories. There are loads of tales on the Go Kid Go network, ranging from the scary to the silly and everything in between. Check out Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow, and Waffle and Martha being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or Flusville wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way to a great time. Join me back here tomorrow for another eerie episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member deserves a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.